Hey guys, I'm doing another podcast. And this is kind of shocking because this is about to be my third one. And I released my first one on just last Friday. So one of the reasons I didn't start a podcast earlier was I, w- I was afraid I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm very boring. I don't really do a lot. So I was, I was worried I just wasn't going to have enough content to put out there that, you know, it would be two, three weeks and I've only put out one podcast. So, you know, putting out three in one week, that's, you know, a good shock, a surprising good shock, you know, that I'm not, like, even though I'm boring, I'm not that boring. So, you know, that's been good. Um, I want to start off talking about something that's uh, taken over all of the news networks, taken over Twitter, everyone's talking about it. It's the big news in the U.S., of course, and... um, I just wanna, I just wanna get right to it, and I'm of course talking about Olivia Rodrigo and her song "Driver's License." You know, I'm sure that's what you all thought too. That you know, it is the biggest thing going on. So I just wanted to talk about it, and the reason I wanna, I wanna talk about it is not because, not because it's this incredible masterpiece of a song. It's a really good song, but I wanted to talk about it because I, I had never heard of this girl before. So, you know, I did I did my Googles on her. I did my wiki on her. And it turns out she's 17, turning 18 in just a month. And she's really, she's really more of an actor than a singer. You know, she was on New Girl for an episode. She's apparently on a high school musical TV show which I had no idea even existed, and I don't know if it should exist. Uh, anyway, so when I, heard, when I heard the song, I had no thoughts other than, oh, cool, good song. But then when I found out she was 17, I had many more thoughts about the song. So I just wanted to talk about those a little bit. Um, I haven't been listening to a lot of music recently, but I saw on Twitter that this was the number one song, so I decided to listen to it. And the first thing I saw was that TikTok made the song famous. You know, it was a lot of comments about, you know, the influence of TikTok is awesome. It's, you know, a song like this can go number one now. And that is pretty incredible. I do like how TikTok can make these uh, artists famous. So shout out to, you know, the Chinese government for that and only for that. I actually don't have, I have a TikTok account, but I never, TikTok's not something I use every day, week, or even like month. Um, you know, Twitter I do use like almost every day, and uh, Facebook I don't use at all. Twitter is actually the only uh, the only social media I probably use uh, every day. You know, Instagram I don't really use. Uh, Snapchat I guess I do use every day, but I'm not like I I check it for maybe five minutes, maybe ten minutes a day, unless I'm talking to someone on there. Um, but I don't really have a TikTok. I, I, I don't, but I have it downloaded just because a lot of my friends, actually not a lot, I don't have a lot of friends. I only have like a couple of friends. But the majority of them, they, they do enjoy TikTok a lot. You know, they're on it daily. They spend hours on it. Sometimes they'll send me videos. And when I, when I click on the video, it tells me to like go download, download the app. So, you know, I just have it downloaded just, you know, just to watch them. All right, so when I first saw that it was uh, a fam- it was famous from a TikTok and that 
it was called driver's license. You know, my first thought was, oh, okay, it's going to be like one of that Rebecca Black Friday song where it's just like a meme gone way too far and it's all the way to like the number one song now. But, you know, it wasn't like that at all, you know. Uh, my other thought was that it's like a running joke on Twitter where women are like, you know, bad bitches don't have driver's licenses. You know, I'm too pretty to have a driver's license. So I thought maybe it was going to be a joke song like that. And no, it wasn't like that either. The song starts out with her saying, uh, I got my driver's license like we always talked about. So now she can drive up to his house. And th this is one of those age thing that's age thinks that's interesting because when you hear like we always talked about it's about important shit so you know we always talk about having kids you know always talk about getting that apartment or house or moving here doing this um Adele in her hello song was like talking to her ex like you know did you ever make it out of that shitty fucking town where nothing ever happens so you see the content adults think is important and in comparison see what's important to a 17-year-old, you know, getting a driver's license. Um, and it's a pretty universal thing where in school you're just waiting to get yours or you're waiting on one of your friends to get there so y'all can actually, like, drive around and see each other outside of school if you don't live close to one another. And the funny thing is you really can't do a lot because you're, like, 16, 17, 18. So it's not really much you can do while you have a car. And also, most kids that age are broke and don't have jobs. Uh, yeah, I'm calling 16 to 18-year-olds brokies. You know, I was also a brokie, so it's fine. It's normal. But they don't realize they have to pay for gas, and that is not cheap. You know, I remember I got my license at, like, I think 18. And I didn't start working for another couple of months after it. And if I was driving and the gas was low, I'd take the change from, like, the side of the car and get gas with whatever was there. Only got $2.18. Well, I guess, you know, I'm getting a liter and a half of gas then. You know, it's kind of embarrassing sometimes having to go inside the gas station and being like, yes, you know, $2.18 on pump four, please. But my point here is, aside from the kids being broke, is that a driver's license really is so goddamn important when you're that age. You know, it makes you feel grown almost. And if you're in a relationship with that one, you might see your partner only at school, really. That's why she's like, you know, you were so excited because now I can drive to your place. Uh, she then talks about how she drove by his house and he's not there. You know, she, he's probably with that blonde girl that he told her not to worry about, who's older than her and makes her feel insecure. Uh, firstly, very direct. And she's speaking to everyone as well because a lot of people in relationships see their partner, tell them not to worry about someone, but they still feel insecure about that person. But she's very direct. She's also talking to just those two people, her ex and that blonde girl. You know, her ex listening to this song, you know, knows exactly who she's talking about. Um, another age-related thing here is that, you know, she says, blonde, older, older, older blonde girl. You know, she's Olivia. She's the, you know, the artist singing the song. She's seventeen, so she's probably talking about like a nineteen, twenty-year-old girl. You know, I can't imagine she's talking about like a forty-two-year-old blonde woman. 
And that's interesting because you know the difference between like 21 and 23 isn't, hu- isn't huge at all. You know, I'm 23 now and there's really nothing I can do now that I couldn't do at 21. But the difference between 17 and 19 year old, that's humongous. You know, at 17, you're still spending almost eight hours at school. You're broke as fuck. You know, well, you're, you're broke at 19 too, but it's a little different, I guess. You're still treated as a kid. You're not technically an adult. And, you know, there's not many things open for you to do. And as she said, a driver's license at that age is huge. You know, it makes you feel like an adult. At 19, you have more freedoms. You might be off at, like, college or university, and now you're taking care of yourself. You, you know, you're not under the thumb of your parents. Uh, you're not in school for 40 hours a week, essentially. It might be, like, 15 hours a week, really, you know, if you don't skip your classes. Uh, so you have so you have so much free time, and you're technically an adult, so you can get in, get into things you couldn't at 17. So you know, even though she's probably talking about some blonde that's only two to three years older, and that sounds that sounds wild because she's calling a 20 year old old essentially, but it it makes sense that she's insecure because that's a college girl, and to a high school girl, I, I imagine that could be intimidating. You know, after that, the hook comes on and she says, you know, she's never felt this way for no one else. Uh, firstly, I just want to say she's got great vocals on this. or She's singing her fucking ass off on here. And secondly, yeah, of course she feels that way. She's 17. And that's something that gets easier with age, but also it doesn't really, you know. You know, you realize, yeah, you're going to get over this eventually, but it still sucks at the time. And this is her first time I imagine feeling that. So she's thinking, damn, I'll never feel like this again. And, you know, she's a high school kid. You know, she probably just read Romeo and Juliet and it's like over-dramatizing everything. And, uh, you know, you're going to feel that way about someone at 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. I don't know about 24 yet because I'm not there. When I am, I'll let you guys know. Um... I probably, I probably feel that way a little too much, to be honest. You know, sometimes, like, a woman will hold the door open for me. I'm like, damn, I've never felt this way about anyone before. You know, the drive through girl touches my hand while holding, while handing my food. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, what are we? Um, you know, it's also a very tweetable song. You know, she says things like, you know, I just can't imagine how you could be so okay now that I'm gone. I feel like that's going to get posted all the time. Um, I, didn't, I didn't like, though, when she said that line uh, about where guess you didn't mean what you wrote in that song about me because as she's saying it, the beat is rising. So I thought, oh, shit, it's going to drop. But nope. What they, they did that thing where it rises and then, like, the beat just stops entirely and the, the artist just, like, whispers the next line. And the, the line she whispers is, you know, now I drive alone past your street. And this isn't an age-related thought at all, but just a general one. I have never understood people just driving by, like, their ex's house. And here's the thing. I don't understand it, but I also understand it, you know. Like, you know, like you're going to do dumb shit that make absolutely no sense whatsoever when you're, you know, feeling that way about someone. Now, is that me admitting I've done this? You know, I, I will never admit that. Um, 
I don't understand. I don't understand it because like, what is that going to accomplish? You know, you're driving past their house and now what? Are you hoping they're outside? Are you hoping to see like a light on or the car in the drive it to make sure they're not out having fun without you? You know, is that going to make you happy for some reason? I just don't understand the goal really. But at the same time, I get it. You know, like I get it. I don't get it, but I get it. You know, it's one of those things where as you're doing it, you know, when I say you, I mean you guys, because I've never done this. I would never do this. You know, don't, don't accuse me of something like this. But as you guys are doing it, I imagine it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, this is not a bad idea at all. And then as you're doing it, you're like, what the fuck? What am I doing? You know, I'm a goddamn loser. What the fuck? And uh, the biggest fear I imagine here would be them being outside, right? Like, because now you just look super creepy and insecure and weird. And if hypothetically speaking, if I was like one of you guys, you know, someone that participated in these type of nonsensical activities, and I saw them outside, I would just be making like the quickest U-turn in history. Anyways, back to the, anyways, back to the song. She then she then says her friends are tired of listening to her talk about him, and how she actually feels sorry for them because they'll never know him like she does. All right, so two th- two things about that. What the fuck? You just said you think he's with that girl that made you feel insecure, and you were always worried about that girl. So why would you want your friends to experience that? Secondly, this is a, this is another age thing where. She's not fully understanding that he's actually a dickhead. You know, she's got those, you know, rose glasses on still. She's still at the age where if he had, like, cheated on her, she would go fight the girl instead of being like, what the fuck, you cheated on me? You know, fuck you, we're done. Which, to be fair, I guess even women older than her still haven't figured that part out. But I do think that probably is more prevalent at younger ages. Uh, The flow at the end of the song is incredible. I love it. Uh, she says she still sees his faces in places that remind her of him. You know, she can't drive to places they used to go together, and um, uh, that's that's just that's not that has nothing to do with that has nothing to do with age. That just is what it is, you know, and very factual. Uh, I think it's a very good song. I do wonder how would songs like this that are so personal, because she mentions things that about him that aren't vague at all you know she's essentially saying yes you i'm talking about you i want there to be no mistake on who i'm talking about i'm talking about you and other songs are more vague where while you can relate to them you never know who that artist is talking about so i wonder with songs like this how the how the artist new partner feels you know it can't be a great feeling hearing a number one single in the world and it's your partner talking about how much they love their ex. Um, another thought is, I looked up the guy she was talking about. And he was, or is, I, I don't remember right now, in that high school musical show with her. And it turns out he's 20 and turning 21. So when I saw that, it was very mixed feelings. You know, the, the only thing that makes it less creepy... I guess is he's got a late December birthday. So this December, he's going to be 21. And when he's 21, she'll be 18. So 
when you just look at it like that, you'll be like, oh, my God. It's a 21-year-old with an 18-year-old. You know, that's a three-year gap. That's gross. But it's really not a, th- it's really not a three-year gap because she's got a February birthday. So, and he's got a December birthday. So it's really more like a, a two-year gap, two years and like two-month gap. You know, mixed feelings about that. But I don't think it's growth entirely. I, I don't know. Actually, I, I don't know how to feel about it entirely. Um, last overall, overall thought on the song, I guess, is I think in three, five, or ten years when she looks back at it, she's going to be very proud of the song, but also embarrassed like, damn. You know, like, damn, I can't believe I was acting like that over a guy. You know, I can't believe I was acting like that over, you know, presumably, you know, the way she talked about him, you know, acting like that over a dickhead, you know, acting like that over a man. So, yeah, you know, a very good song. You know, if you haven't heard it, you know, go listen to it. It's pretty good. So the next thing I want to talk about is the Lakers and their starting lineup. You know, I picked the Lakers last year to win the title, you know, when they got LeBron and AD and they filled out the roster just because... I, I like LeBron and AD together, you know, two top seven, eight players in the league. And I think when you give LeBron that kind of talent, he's going to win. But I also loved it because they said LeBron at point guard. And I honestly didn't, I didn't even like how they started last season because they went LeBron, Avery, Danny, AD, and JaVale. And I don't really have a, I didn't really have a problem with AD at the four you know, a lot of people want him to play five, and he is better at the five, especially in this era where, you know, it's not really a lot of centers that can bully him. It's just, like, uh, Jokic and maybe, probably MB too, I guess. You know, Embiid's pretty big for him. But, you know, he he can, you know, do damage on the other end too. And he's he is better at the five. Like, we saw when they had to close out the heat in game six, they went 80 at the five, you know. And I didn't have a problem with him playing the four because I knew he was going to play a lot of five. Like, when it came down to it, he was going to play the five. In the entire Houston series, he played the five. So that wasn't, you know, 80 at the four wasn't a problem, wasn't an issue at all. You know, you want to preserve him for the season, you know, so he's healthy in the playoffs and he doesn't have a lot of bruises and bumps on his body. But I didn't like it because... When you have LeBron at point guard, your goal should be we're putting out a lineup of... Uh, so our point guard is 6'9". I want another 6'5 guy out there, another 6'7 guy out there, and then 80, 6'10", 6'11", and then we have a center that's 7 feet. So our starting lineup is 6'5", 6'6", 6'9", 6'10", 6'11", 7 feet. I don't want a I don't want a starting lineup where I have LeBron at point guard, but I also have another small guard out there. I just want the I just want versatility out there. I want role players that know their know what they can do, defend, shoot three, catch it off the dribble and go and make quick reads. So when they got Dennis and Montrez, you know, I was really excited just because I thought, oh shit, you know, Dennis is going to come off the bench with Montrez. It's going to be a better version of Lou and Harrell. And, you know, Dennis started talking about in the in the offseason about, you know, I've, I've done the bench thing. I want to be a starter now. And 
I, I don't like to talk like that because, you know, you're playing the exact same minutes as last year, but you're just doing it as a starter. You know, if you played well, well enough off the bench, if you were having a good game, like, I don't mind him start, I don't mind him closing games at all. But I don't understand this starter, non-starter business. Because last year he played 30.8 minutes a game. This year he's playing 31 minutes a game. So it's the exact same thing. And if you... And my, my thing was, it just... If you watched the Heat-Lakers game six and watched how they went Caruso, KCP, Danny, LeBron, AD, they switched everything and they suffocated the Heat entirely. And you could switch everything because you had 6'5", 6'5", 6'6", 6'9", 6'10", you know. So you could switch everything. Now you, uh, now you have Dennis on there where you can't switch everything because teams are going to try taking advantage of him. You know, if they play the Clippers, Kawhi is going to match up hunt him. And, you know, PG, I guess, too, although he's not really that type of player. You know, if they play the, the Nets... You know, KD's going to try doing it. Harden's going to try doing it. And uh, if you play the Bucks, you know, I imagine they're going to try doing that with Middleton and Giannis as well. Uh, the Celtics, they do that with Jalen and Tatum. Um, who else? Mm. I think those are mostly the contenders, I guess. I'm, I'm probably forgetting someone, but that's... But you, you get my point. Like, they're going to match up on Dennis if he's a starter. If he's a starter. And... I don't. I I thought they were going to do LeBron, Wes, KCP, AD, and Mark, which I think would have worked. And you know we had Lakers Bucks today, and it was a very close game. It was a very good game, and we saw at the end one team that knew what they were going to do down the stretch, and it was uh, the Lakers just closing them out. I think they went on like a thirteen-four run or something like that to close the game out. And, you know, they just went LeBron AD, LeBron AD, LeBron AD, pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll. But they had, I think it was LeBron, it was Dennis, Caruso, KCP, LeBron, AD. And I don't mind, that's a pretty good lineup too. I don't mind that at all. But it is, it is one of those things, once again, where when they're on the defensive side, you have a guy that's six foot out there. People are going to pick on him, even though he's, uh, he's a fine defender. But people are going to pick on him and they're going to be able to pick on him because he's six feet. So, and if you watched how they, and if you watched how they did it at the end to close that game out, Dennis was just standing in the corner. You know that kind of diminishes what he can do, and he he doesn't provide so much value on defense that what that you you need him out there. You know he just brought the ball up, he passed to LeBron, and then he got a double screen and he stood in the corner, and then it turned into a LeBron. AD pick and roll. They ran that like three straight times. And um, I just think if you have someone like Wesley in there instead, now you got, you know, LeBron, Wes, Caruso, KCP, AD. Now you now you can just switch everything. You know, th- and Wes isn't an offensive type of player where him standing in the corner diminishes what he can do. You know, Dennis, it diminishes what he can do because he's a pick-and-roll player. He wants to get to the rim. He wants to do all that type of stuff. But at the end of the game, the ball's not going to be in your hand. It's going to be in AD and LeBron's hand. LeBron's probably going to decide every single thing down the stretch. And 
I just don't. I just think West in there instead provides more value, and I think Dennis would be better on the bench instead. You know, there. I don't think this is going to cost them a title at all. I do think I, I, I'm still picking them this year to win the title, but I just I don't like it as much, and I do wonder if Frank can go to Dennis at some point, maybe in the playoffs. Because in the regular season, they're going to win like the equivalent of, you know, like 56, 58 games. You know, they're already like a top five offense. I think they're the number one or two defense. So they're they're playing tremendous. They're playing great. But, you know, last year they had, I think they were 50-0 and when they led after three quarters. This year they've already blown two leads in the fourth like that. They lost to Portland, and they were up like 13 against the Warriors, and they lost that game too. You know, it was some bad turnovers, some missed open shots, but it was also because they gave up 34 points uh, in the fourth quarter, and they only scored 20. But, like, if we scored 20, but we held them to only, like, 24 points, which is what they were doing last year, like, you still win that game. And... um, that that's just my thoughts on it. You know, they're they're going to be fine. They're gonna play great, they're gonna be tremendous. Dennis is playing fine. I don't think he's playing as good as he did last year. He's not shooting it as well. Um he's shooting it good from mid range. He's actually a really good mid range shooter. He has been for a couple of years now. And another thing about Dennis is if you look at his jump shot from Atlanta to OKC to now, he's really changed it. You know, off the dribble it still looks the same. But if you look at his catch-and-shoot threes uh, and the, his form in Atlanta to now, it's much different. And if you look at his past couple of years now, he shot it better from three on high volume. So I do, I do think that's probably helped him a little. And, um, yeah, just, um, I, I personally just would have gone LeBron, Wes, KCP, AD, Mark, and to close out games, I would have gone Caruso. I would go Caruso, West, KCP, LeBron, AD. And, um, you know, I hope if that's what's needed to be done, that Frank can go to Dennis and, you know, that's something they can talk out and work out. Because even if, let's say, in the playoffs, you know, Frank goes to Dennis and he's like, hey, we need you off the bench. That doesn't mean Dennis isn't going to be playing 20, 24, 28 minutes off the bench. Like, he's still going to be playing a lot of minutes. Um, so, yeah, that, that's, those are my only thoughts about it. You know, the, uh, the Lakers and Bucks today, there was a, that was a great game. Uh, like I said, it, was, it, it, it truly was, you know, one team that knew what they want to do at the end of games. And they just ran the same plays over and over again. You know, they saw one play work. They ran it again. It worked again. We're going to run it again. Uh, LeBron made a crazy three over Brooke Lopez. And, uh, you know, that's LeBron James. Of course, he's going to do that. Uh, AD hasn't been playing that well. You know, one one thing concerning about him is, you know, he's taking he's taking the coasting to on offense to another level. He's playing great defense. But he's getting to the line less than five times a game, which is the lowest since his rookie year. And if you if you heard all the things in the off season, it was that you know this championship it's gonna take eighty to another level. It's gonna unlock something in him. He's just gonna dominate everyone, and it really hasn't. It looks like he's more so taking a page out of LeBron's book. 
where he's just kind of casually getting like a 22 and 9 in the regular season. He's just coasting to it. You know, he's still playing great defense, but he's not trying as much on offense, uh, which is fine because Dennis is, Dennis is playing really well. Harrell obviously is playing well. Uh, Kuzma's been playing pretty well. He's shooting the hell out of the ball. If that's sustainable, that's, you know, that deal that they gave him, that's really good. Uh, another thing about the Lakers is I think they might actually have too much depth. Because a lot of, like, now now that everyone's healthy, the Crusoe's back, Talon's not getting any run at all. So I, I do wonder if it if they're struggling a little bit of, or if someone's available that they don't package someone like Kuzma and Talon and... I don't like just those two and like get someone like just one solid player. Um, but, you know, they don't have to do anything. They're the most talented team in the league still, even though, you know, the Nets have Katie, Kyrie and Harden. Um, you know, that the Nets, their their depth is almost nothing is de- completely depleted. And uh, so they don't really have a lot. They're going to have to wait for the buyout market. Um but yeah, that, that, those are my only thoughts about the Lakers. All right, moving on to the next thing. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, some other shows that I've been watching. The my I, I work at this construction site at night. So it's probably ideally like the best job I could have had during like COVID. Because I get here at like 11 p.m. And... You know, there's only other one other guy here. He hands me the keys. You know, I just walk around. I listen to music, podcast. Um, I watch, and then when I need to charge my phone, I watch TV shows. And my go-to has been... Like, if, I, if I'm running late for work and I can't download a show on Netflix, like a new show or like a movie or something, my, my go-to is just... Uh, modern family like I just it's 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 really good because it's 11 I think it's 11 or maybe 13 season I think 11 though and it's just funny like it's just really funny all the way through and one of the things I like about modern family is like the just because it's on Netflix where you they have the um, I only have to tap like I only have to tap once and the whole intro skips. So I like that. Because some other shows you got to tap like three, four times. But the intro for this is only like eight, nine seconds. You just got to tap once and the episode starts. Um, I also think I also like the show because it's, it's funny right from the first episode. You know, some shows like, you know, you recommend it to your friends. And you're like, you, you know, give, give it a try. Give it a try. You know, but... Uh, you got you got to watch three episodes. You got to watch, like, uh, you have to watch the whole first season to like really understand how funny it is. And with Modern Family, like, it's just funny right from the first episode. I do. The only thing I haven't, I I didn't like about Modern Family is, or maybe I did like it. I'm not sure. I guess I didn't. I I didn't mind it, but I I also didn't. I don't know. I I guess it's just something that they could have done was that. They never had any big fight. There was no big fight where, you know, Phil and Claire just got into it or Cam and Mitchell 
or Jay and Gloria. Like, there, there was no big fight that took like three, like two, three, four episodes to solve. Uh, I didn't mind that. Like, I never hated that. I just thought that's maybe something they could have done. Um, just talking about the show itself, it, you know, it's, I said 11, 13 seasons. I can't remember right now. And during my first watch, I think, you know, what when I, when I first started watching it, everyone told me Phil is the best character. And I think by the time that I finished... I do think Phil was the best best character, but early on, I think like season one through three, one through maybe four or five, I thought I thought Manny was the best. You know the the person that plays him, the kid that plays him, he's just incredible. And uh, Phil Phil was funny, but he Phil kind of gives like Joe Biden creepy vibes, where you can just imagine him like sneaking up behind someone and just. Like massaging their shoulders or something. Like you could absolutely see him going behind like Glory or something and just like randomly like massaging her shoulders. So that's kind of creepy sometimes. But like he by 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 the end, I did think he was the best character. You know, I joke I joke on Twitter and like other places where I think Jay and Jay and Claire, you know, they got like some secret like. Uh, maybe like they might have secretly like voted for Trump or something like they got that kind of vibe not all the way but like a little bit you know I think in one of these episodes um, uh, Jay mentioned something like you know Claire might have tipped off some people about like you know uh, Gloria doesn't have her green card or something like that it was a wild episode it was a wild thing just to mention um, what else I don't think, and I, the thing that I do, the other thing I like, actually no, uh, season one through two or three, like Lily's not a part of it at all, and then from like season four, I think they casted like a new season three. She was like a baby, maybe like two, three, two years old or something, and then season three or four start, and it's just like a five, six year old kid. It's like a new recast, and that kid is amazing. She's a talented art talented actor I thought she was hilarious um, you know I, I I just loved her growth I liked how mean she was I liked how mischievous she was um, so she was she was awesome um, and the other thing I I did like about it as well was I don't think there's a bad character on that show like on the first watch I didn't like Luke that much I thought he was more annoying than like funny and he, I thought he was kind of like a dick like, on on the first watch, from up to, like, season six or seven, I, I didn't really like him. And then after that, I did like him. And on the rewatches, I have I have enjoyed even, like, the early Luke a lot. I, uh, I think Alex is probably the only character that you're like, oh, you know what? She wasn't great, but I didn't think she was bad or anything. I thought she was fine. You know, she had her funny moments, especially early in the early seasons. I thought she was pretty funny. And um, the thing that I guess I didn't like was I think they probably went maybe a season or two more than they should have. Because if you watch the last season, it's pretty much all, you know, last Christmas, last Thanksgiving, last New Year's, last this, last that. And on the finale, um, Cam 
like so Cam gets rejected for a head coaching job from a college but the head coach that got selected I know so he gets rejected for that and then they Cam and Mitchell decide to like buy a house somewhere else because now they don't have to move but that coach is like an alcoholic or something so Cam ends up getting the job and you know they're having a housewarming party at this new place to buy so Cam finds out there and he's like I'm taking the job I'm taking the job and Mitchell's like oh my god that's great and you know they're announcing it in front of everyone so Mitchell's like oh my god that's great that's great but when they're walk, when Mitchell's walking off to the kitchen Claire's like oh my god you were really happy about this and it's the first time they're really swore on the show and Mitchell looks at her and goes like well what the fuck was I supposed to say you know he put me on the spot but that but that never led to anything like it just stopped right there so I thought that was strange and weird and dumb because I really thought, you know, that was going to be like an angle on the finale, you know, because he, he was like, what the fuck was I supposed to like? He actually said, what the fuck was I supposed to do? And, you know, it's like a PG, PG-13 show. So, like, you don't really hear that. So I, I wasn't a fan of that. Um, I also like, you know, just randomly Kevin Hart was on the show for like two episodes uh, in one of the early seasons, Colby was on the show. That was pretty funny. Not funny. It was just it was just fun seeing Colby. And um, I also think I'm I'm also not sure how I feel about Haley and uh, Dylan. She ends up marrying Dylan. Spoilers, I guess, if you haven't seen it already. Uh, she ends up. I didn't, I'm not sure I liked that because you know they try to make it like a clear and. Phil thing where Dylan's kind of like Phil but I, I never and like Phil really likes Dylan as well but I never I, I didn't like that pairing a lot I, I thought she I thought she was gonna end up with Andy I thought that was more like a Claire and Phil even though Haley and Claire aren't really that similar um what else also she ended up with Dylan like Haley I guess she was 16 or 15 or whatever, so it doesn't... Like, it's not that big of a judgment. But, like, she cheated on him, like, three times, like, with that math tutor. So that was interesting, like... And I think I think I wouldn't have had a problem with that if I had watched the show, like, season by season, year by year. But since I binge-watched it, it was like, okay, I watched season two where she's cheating on him. And then season seven is, like, a week later. So I, I don't get to see her grow. I still see her as, like, that 17, 16-year-old girl instead of, like, a 23-year-old girl now. Which is interesting because that's that's something about binge-watching. And that's something about binge-watching I, I don't think people uh, talk about a lot. Like, when you're watching a show season by season by season, you're invested in it. But when you're just binge-watching it, you just see... You just see the growth so easily that it's hard to grasp it. Like with Haley, like you don't, like at one point she's 16 and now she's like 23. And you've only been watching the show for like two, three weeks now. Like three, maybe a month. And you know, Alex goes from like a 12-year-old to like a 20-year-old that's like having sex with like, you know, firefighters and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, Luke is like the stupid kid. And now he's, like, an uh, entrepreneur. And the interesting thing about Luke is, because I, I, I love doing the Wikipedia searches on them, 
Luke is Luke is ex- essentially what Alex is on the show. Like, I I think his, he's got like a super high IQ. He finished high school early. He got to like college early. So it feels like Alex is like loosely based on Luke. So that was interesting. You know, I just think it's a really good show. And um, you know, another thing about the show is that they have incredible. Uh, side characters. You know, Longinus is great. Uh, Phil's dad is great. Oh, what's the name? Um, Pepper. Pepper is incredible. Pe- Pepper, scene for scene, is probably one of the top four, maybe three characters. Maybe probably four characters. He's not a top. He's not better than anyone in the family just because they're they have so many scenes. But if you're just talking about pound for pound. He he's up there with he's probably like right under Phil and Manny, because he is just incredible. There was one scene where uh, Pepper and his partner adopted a black kid, and you know they made it, and they go to visit Cam and Mitchell, and the kid is like this very formal. He's got almost no personality, um, and Cam and Mitchell are worried because, you know they they don't think. Pepper and his partner are letting the kid do whatever what he wants to do like that they're forcing things on him so what they do is they go to the park to play some kickball and Cam is running the bases Pepper gets the ball and Mitchell Mitchell's yelling you know hit him hit him hit him Pepper Pepper takes the ball whips it at Cam's face it was incredible it was one of the funniest scenes on the show you know just the acting between the two is incredible. He's a great actor too. Um, you know when him and Jay, well, Jay got drunk and he became friends with Pepper. And I think Pepper really likes him. Uh, so he he was incredible. Who else is in, who else is great? Uh, the um, Cam's Cam's sister is really good. She's a great actor. Uh, Manny's Manny's dad Javier. He's incredible. He's a great actor too. So yeah, if you're looking for a show to watch, you know, in your quarantine, uh, I would definitely recommend Modern Family. I think it's a great show, and it'll probably last you like two, three months if you pace it correctly. And uh, yeah, it's a really good show. What else? What else did I want to talk about? Oh yeah, so the other day I, I got, I went to the Uber Eats app, and they they had like a deal from Denny's, and it was for the loaded tater tot nachos thing and you know i'd gotten it like i don't go to denny's often maybe like once every year maybe maybe like you know if you're hanging out with friends and it's like 4 a.m you know sometimes you just end up at denny's but i don't like it's not some place i go like because i like the food it's just it's open at like 4 or 5 a.m but they, they were having a deal on this loaded nachos thing and i had it before and it was pretty good so I get it. I I always do pickup. I don't do I don't do the delivery. I just like they charge so much. It's like three ninety nine for uh, delivery. Then they have the taxes. Then they have like they have another tax on there too. I I think they have the small order fee, which is like another two three dollars. So if your order is like you know seven ninety nine plus taxes, you know you're you're thinking like oh it's gonna be like nine dollars or whatever. It ends up being like fifteen, and it's like, eh, I'd, I'd rather just pick it up. So when I, whenever I do Uber Eats or whatever, I I always do a pickup. 
what the, what they've done, what they've also done now is like, um, if you order from Uber Eats or Skip or any of the other ones, their prices on the on the menu are much higher. Like, uh, there's this place out by my work. It's like a it's like a barbecue place. So on the Uber Eats menu, it's like oh, single wings, you know. Sixteen ninety nine. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. So I I ordered it. I go to pick it up. I get there, and uh, the food's not done yet. And I'm checking out like their menu for other things, and I see single wings, and it's like eleven ninety nine. And I'm like, what the fuck? I just paid sixteen ninety nine for this. So I think during COVID, they've probably made the prices higher, because I don't think it was like this before COVID. I'm pretty sure it wasn't like this. So it is interesting. Maybe maybe if I just order like by calling them, maybe it's, it would still be eleven ninety nine instead of doing it on Uber Eats where it's at sixteen ninety nine. That's interesting. Because there's also um like a Popeye's by my place, which it's always got the buy one, get one free for like chicken tenders and the chicken sandwich, fries, and like the, what is it? They have the popcorn shrimp, which is just awful. It's so bad. I got it the other day. I got the buy one, get one free. So it ended up being two, like two of the boxes and it is not good. It is awful. I don't know why anyone would ever get that. But the tenders are really good. I get them a lot. I pretty much get them almost every day because it's six ninety nine plus taxes, so it ends up being like seven, like seven something. Because I do the pickup, I don't do delivery, and um, so it ends up being like seven eighty or something like that. So I always go. I, I get it almost every single day, unless I packed like a lunch or something. Not. It's a lunch if I'm eating at like two, three a.m. I don't, I don't know. I I pack food. If I pack, if I pack my own food, I, then I don't get it. But most of the days, if I didn't, I do go get it. And uh, they recently they added the chicken, like their Popeyes chicken sandwich on there, and it's uh, on the app. It's six ninety nine. But w- when you're walking by the store, they have like a big ass poster of it. It says five ninety nine. So you know, on the app, they've added like the extra dollar and whatnot. You know, it's not that big of a deal because you, because you would still be getting two for six ninety nine. But you can just tell you you just know that on Uber Eats, like the prices are now more than what they normally would be. But I don't mind. I don't mind that. I guess it's not that big of a deal. What else did I? What was I, what was I even talking about? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, Denny's. Um, yeah, so I ordered these tater tot, notch, loaded nachos thing, and I had gotten it before. And it was really good, like the hash brown, like the tater tots were done really well. So I get to the Denny's to pick it up, and the the like because they, on the app they had said you know it's ready you can come in, so I get there and the girls like. Uh, you know, we need another three, four, five minutes. I'm like, okay, it's not that big of a deal. Like, whatever. Um, and then she comes back after like five minutes and she hands it to me. And I'm not going to check. 
the order because it's packed and everything. I just assumed that it's right and had my name on it. So I get I get home. And I open up the box and I'm I'm eating it, and I notice the hash brown is like pretty dark. Like the whole box is kind of dark and it's supposed to be like you know like the the yellow orangish color of like the hash browns. It's supposed to be like that with like like the jalapenos and the cheese on top and it's supposed to be like a bright color but this was dark you know that so like they have beef on it too so like i get it from the beef the beef is brown um but this was like a really dark color so i look at it and then i like start moving like the cheese and like the jalapenos and like the beef to the side and i notice the hash brown is like completely burnt so I'm like, okay, maybe it's just one. I don't know why I would think it's just one. So I, I, I just put that one to the side. But there's supposed to be 10 hash browns in there. And I noticed the, the next one's kind of black too. And then I noticed that they're all burnt. Every single one of them is burnt. So these, these people at Denny's, I think the extra five minutes that they needed, it was to like, it was to like cover up how burnt it is. So they just put like a bunch of beef on top and they put more cheese than they normally would and a bunch of jalapenos to like cover up that the hash browns were all burnt. So on the app, for some reason you can't complain about like the food is absolutely disgusting and it's burnt. You can only do like, oh, you know, this isn't this is a missing order or this isn't my, my order or something like that. So I had to go on the Uber Eats support website and do it like that. And I had to do... And I, I think I got a refund for it. But it, it was just kind of wild. Like, instead of just making the order again, they told me to wait five minutes just so they could, like, disguise the food. Not, like, how would you not know... How would I not notice them that I'm eating burnt food? So I don't, that was kind of interesting i don't know if it's interesting i just think it's kind of funny it didn't matter that like it didn't matter that much to me because i got a refund for it but you know i just thought it was kind of funny i thought it was kind of interesting other than that um working at a construction site is pretty cool honestly because i just i come in at 11 and all i do is just walk around there's no one else here except for like if there's, like, maintenance being done, like then maybe one or two people will be on the site. And then in the morning time, the first person usually gets here around 5. By 6 o'clock... It's, this, is, this is the interesting thing. So you can't start working until 7 a.m. That's, like, city rules. Because all the construction, it wakes up the neighborhoods. And so they have, like, a strict no starting any of, like, the drilling and all that stuff until 7 so a lot of people, they have a big parking lot in front of the building that they're working on. A lot of people get here at like 5 o'clock. And they just sit in their car or they just sit in the, in the office. And I wonder what kind of miserable home life they have that they decide to get to work two whole hours early. Like this one guy, he just, he, he parks right behind my car. And he just stays in his car for like an hour every single day. Just on his phone, just doing whatever. And that's so wild to me. Like, 
Because for me, I don't, like, I get to work a little early, but I don't get to work, like, an hour and a half early. I get to work, like, maybe 15, 10, 15, 10 minutes early. Like, I, like, so the drive to my workplace is 30 minutes. I could, so I could leave at, like, 10, 10, you know, just, just so I don't, if there's, like, a traffic, if there's a lot of traffic or there's, like, an accident, you know, I just avoid that entirely, but. I leave I leave my house every single day at like ten twenty five, and I get to work at like, you know, ten fifty, ten fifty five, ten forty five, something somewhere around there. You know, I'm never trying to get here two hours early, so it's kind of wild to me that they're like, yeah, you know what? I hate my wife and kids this much. I'm getting to work two hours early. Like like yesterday, I was I was working and. Um, so, like, the parking lot area, I, I park my car there, and uh, around, like, 4, 4.30, I like to put my lunch box, I like to put my lunch and um, my bag back in the car so I don't have to come back for it at 7 o'clock when I finish my shift. So, I, I, at, like, 4, 5, 5 a.m., I like to go in the parking lot and just put everything back in the car. I get there, and I see another car there already. This motherfucker came at 4 a.m., 4 a.m. I don't understand. And when I saw him, I couldn't, I couldn't go to my car because I have, like, the security jacket on. So I had to go back inside. I had to wait for this motherfucker to get out of his car and get inside. This, this dude was in his car for, like, another 45 minutes. And then he came inside. So when he came inside, I went to the car real quick. And I put everything inside. And I come back to the site. And this dude is just outside smoking a cigarette for, like, 20 minutes. And then he goes uh, inside, and he's in the office for, like, another two hours, just waiting. So, whew, that's wild. You know, it is, it is interesting because it's, like, a lot of middle-aged, uh, like, 40 to, like, 55 to 60-year-old men working here. So it, do, it does make sense that they're, you know, they've probably been married for, like, 15, 20, 25 years. So, you know, they're trying to get away from their wife. <laughs> you know, they, they, imagine they have... Uh, complicated relationships so they're trying to get away from their wife and kids as soon as possible for like because if he wakes up at like six and his wife's also up now you know there's like there's not a there's not a high chance of maybe a fight starting but there's probably a little bit of a chance so if you just leave at like 5 a.m and she's not even up yet then you're avoiding an entire fight you're just avoiding like even any chance of a fight so at some point I, a little bit of me kind of respects it you know they're, they're not even like trying to have that 0.11% of a chance to have a fight with their wife in the morning you know I, I, res- I guess I respect that a little bit and uh, that's it for today so thanks for listening guys So when we found him, we could not